Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast. Yes, it is the podcast. We're sitting here at Podcast Central. It is September 1st, Wednesday, September 1st. I can't believe it's September already. Listen, I got Roberto Boshane, our producer director in the booth. He's manning all the buttons and knobs. Oh, they do that stuff electronically now. Oops, I forgot. Where have I been? But I have Mr. Harvey Freed joining us. Harvey Freed is the host of of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday morning on 97.1 FM from 9 to 10 a.m. Harvey Freed, how are you, buddy? Fantastic, Harry. What's happening? Well, what is happening, Harvey, is I'm extremely excited. I dressed up for everybody. I got my three-piece suit on. I got my vest on. Sitting here in Podcast Central. You know, this is Detroit, so we don't have a fancy studio thing. We just, you know, we are hardcore Because we want to let everybody know that we have the hardcore answers to your hardcore questions. We bring it every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 and every Wednesday morning at 11 o'clock, answering all your topics from mortgages to real estate to why people make mistakes that drive in windows all across America. (laughs) Still can't figure that out, right? But in any ways, happy September 1st, Harvey Freed. Well, same to you, Harry. It's definitely getting a little cooler out there. And we talked about maybe this is that last push before the end of the year and home buying season, Michigan's always been seasonal for home purchases. We've seen a change in that over the last few years, Harry, because it's a buying frenzy. It's really, as you said, Harry, it's been a buying frenzy for about 10 years. It has been. And before I try to be prepared before every show, before every podcast, I, t- I call a consortium of realtors out there and I ask them the question and simply I ask them, are you still busy? Is it still busy out there? Are there still buyers out there? And you know what they told me? Harry, plenty of buyers. It's still very busy. They got sales on their board. They've got potential sales on their board. The buyers are outnumbering right now in their world four to one on sellers. Okay, so there's a lineup of buyers out there just in the realtors that I surveyed this morning. Yeah. And said they're they're outnumbered four to one. So what what does that mean for us? That means home prices are up again. However, Harvey Freed, home prices are up, inventories are down, they're still at all-time low inventories. We feel it's picking up. We feel because it turns September 1st to September 2nd, kids are going back to school. We believe, we always want to believe that the inventory levels are going up. Is there a perception out there, Harvey Freed, that inventories are going to increase? I mean, really increase. I'm not talking about by five or 10. I'm talking about real increases. Or is it just, is it perceived? Do we just expect that because that's where we're at? You tell me. Yeah, I think it's more of a perception on that, Harriet. As we talk about it, where are they going? Where are these sellers going to go? They're being told by every real estate agent. And again, there's so many new agents. Everyone's looking for a listing. Um, these families don't have anywhere to go. They've already were scared of find, uh, selling their house without having another place to move to. So we've come up with all sorts of interesting ways to uh, move forward with the transaction. So they'll accept an offer on the sale of their house, but they'll have an addendum contingency that states the transaction still has this contingency that they need to find another house. So Harry, I don't see the volume kicking up in regards to the inventory. It'll stay steady. There'll be some empty nesters and some retirees looking to downsize and maybe move out of the state. But with that being said, the building, the new construction cannot keep up with the demand of buyers out there. 
some people we've been talking about it are looking at some alternatives such as maybe that house that has we talked about it in last saturday's uh, radio show maybe they'll look at a house that's maybe in a different area maybe it doesn't have all the bells and whistles they're looking for but it's got good bones as we say a good sound structure and they're able to move forward and and make it the type of house they want everyone wants to take advantage of today's 2021 low mortgage interest rates and it's been going on for four or five years easy well harvey we talk about this all the time perception versus reality and uh there's another perception out there too harvey and i want to talk about the increase in perceived equity since the beginning of the year now there's no doubt harvey free there's no doubt that if you bought a house in january You can't buy that same house for the same price. So let's just say it went up by $50,000 or $60,000. That's a lot. Okay, that's a lot. Now, you have that equity, but is it perceived equity or is it real? Because you only realize the gain when. When you sell the house. But like you mentioned previously, where are you going to go? So it begs the question, if I, if I bought a house, just let's use a number. If I, use, if I bought a house for $450,000, I'm using a real life example, by the way, my daughter. She buys a house January of 2021 for $450,000. Let's say there are sales in her neighborhood for $500,510. Okay? Those houses are selling. But let's say she goes ahead and tries to sell her house, or she isn't selling the house, but let's say she tries and the house doesn't sell for 510. Or she sells it for 510, but then has to go buy a house for whatever she has to buy it. So are you just trading dollars? I mean, I guess the real answer is yes, she gained money, but she's going to go ahead and spend the same amount of money buying a house going forward. So begs the question here, is the Federal Reserve now creating a housing bubble by number one, keeping interest rates low. And number two, having a situation where if houses don't continue to appreciate Harvey Freed, so my daughter buys a house for 450, let's say next year, everything gets back to quote unquote normal. Now houses stay at the same level or even go down. We've seen that before. Are they creating some kind of a bubble here? You know, every homeowner should have, have some knowledge and education going into what they're doing. Of course, we'll use, let, let, just use anyone, young adult or a young married couple, like you might be referring to maybe your, your daughter, Harry, but so many young families have just bought these homes recently. And here in Michigan, probably somewhere between starting homes uh, for young couples, I'll even say 250 and up. And they bought that house for 300 And yeah, they here they are a year or two later in that house locally here in the Tri-County area. And they know, Harry, that their neighborhood's selling for another forty or 50000 But with that all in mind, they bought the house to live in it for four or five years. They might even plan on staying there a lot longer. They're planning on maybe having children and starting that family. If they were to sell a house in today's marketplace, Harry, you could do the math. You back out 6% commission for a real estate commission. Some states have intangible tax here in Michigan. The seller, the sellers would have to pay a title insurance policy, uh, revenue stamp tax, a transfer tax. The cost involved in selling the house d- does cut into that equity. Also, as you've mentioned, Harry, where are they going to go? Not only where are they going to go, they spent 
the last few months or the last year trying to find this house. They finally got a house. It's building equity. It's nice. I remember when I bought my first couple homes, it was really nice to know that year after year, the home values were going up. Harry, we've been in this business long enough, though. We saw what happened in 2007 through 2012. The opposite can happen. A bad economy, um, talks overseas, the, the, the China tariff. Things could break down real quickly here. Things change a lot faster for the worse than they usually do for the better. So just a little salute. Anyone who bought a house, congratulations. You've got built-in equity. Stay in the house and enjoy it. Now, if your plan is to move and use those funds, give us a call. Let us break down the new numbers for you because there's no doubt a lot of families have been able to sell their house and take a chunk of money and parlay that into a bigger home and maybe even a similar payment. So it's all about having that plan and deciding what you want to do moving forward. So here's the answer to that question in my mind, because Housing Wire, this edition of Housing Wire, posed that question. Is the Fed creating a housing bubble by keeping interest rates low? The answer to my question is when you buy a house, like you said, Harvey, it's a long-term play. If you're looking to buy, sell, buy, flip, buy this, buy that, that, that's short-term. But if you're somebody out there that is getting into the market, you're going to pay whatever the market rate is at this time, maybe over, maybe under, it is what it is. But if you're going to be there for a long, long time, long-term play is, you're going to stay in the house and that's where you're going to raise your kids. That's where you're going to have your family. That's where you're going to go to school. Buying a house is a long-term play. So my, my feeling is you don't buy it for the now, you buy it for to live there and it's a quality of life issue, Harvey Free. That's my answer to the question. Perception versus reality. Listen, you you don't make, you know, there's two schools of thought on it. Can you make money when you sell? Yeah, you you make money when you sell, but you also make money when you buy too. If you buy a property right and you sell it in long-term, listen, I've been in my house for a very, very long time. I'm not planning on selling it. It it is what it is. So I I don't even think of it in that term, but, but Housing Wire magazine came up with the question, is the Fed creating a housing bubble by keeping rates low? The answer to the question is we'll see. Over long term, we'll see. Also, still plenty of buyers out there like we talked about, Harvey. The mortgage rates right now are still all-time lows. The Fed is keeping the rates low right now. They're going to start the tapering at the end of the year. The signals have already been set that rates are going to continue to go up slowly. Right now, they're holding steady. And what will that create, Harvey? What that creates is maybe less of an opportunity for people to refinance because people are always going to buy homes, correct, Harvey? They're going to buy homes. It's supply and demand. They're going to buy the home. Now, they might be able to afford a little less, but not much less because rates aren't going to 10. All right, they are going to go up. We know they're not going down to zero. And I'm here to tell you right now, September 1st, 2021, they're not going to 10. All right, just I'm convinced of that, not going to 10. As I am convinced, they're not going to zero. So either way, I think everybody is in it. That's called a win-win situation. However, rates are holding steady. But what I can't figure out is why more people haven't refinanced yet. Yeah, it's a a great question. We want to definitely, we're advertising. We're trying to get the word on the street. Other lenders have done that also. Um, The best scenario I have is many clients that we've worked with in the last couple of years, they got into the house 5% or 10% down on a 30-year mortgage. Well, now they're calling us up. I'm reaching out and there's some really good news out there. Many of these clients here, can come back to us. We are direct lenders. So we deal with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They can come back to us and most often lower their term, 
not even have to do an appraisal, maybe remove the PMI, the private mortgage insurance, get a lower interest rate, a lower term, and really better themselves. Those are the clients that I'm really reaching out to, the ones that put 5 or 10% down in the last couple of years, and they would consider drop into a 20-year if they could remove the mortgage insurance. Again, the key here is to pay off the mortgage, uh, to save money along the way. The 30-year mortgage gets a lot of families into houses, but the, having that interest drawn out that many years is a real tough way to build equity. Anytime you feel, you know, here I went out last night, I don't go out often, and, you know, just to go to the ball game, it's usually a couple hundred dollars, you know, you got parking and some food, and again, I don't buy souvenirs anymore, but it's still a couple hundred dollars almost every time you leave the house. If you've got children, you go to the, the Red Lobster, Harry, but you got to pay for the babysitter. It's like you went out and had the best seafood dinners possible. So $200 for a lot of families, the money gets thrown out. If they really step back and look at their financial, um, uh, the, the way they, their financial balance sheet and see where the money's going, most families, Harry, can find two or $300 extra. And boy, you swing that into a 20-year or a 15-year mortgage and remove your mortgage insurance. Those are the clients that need to refinance. And I hope that more of them reach out to us. Well, Harvey, like we stated on previous podcasts, previous uh, radio shows with you hosting on 97.1 FM every Saturday morning going into our 22nd year uh, of doing this show, 97.1 FM from 9 to 10 every Saturday morning. Uh you know, that, that's what we do. And we point that out. We, we give the hardcore answers to the hardcore questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why people do what they do or don't do what they don't do. We can only give solid, straightforward advice. But what we're finding out is with the pandemic, people are improving their existing home. What a better way to finance those improvements by taking now the real equity, because when you access the equity, it goes from perceived to reality. And going ahead and rolling it in. And chances are, chances are, Harvey, you can make those improvements uh, with having maybe, maybe a minimal increase to your payment, but all the while increasing the quality of life at your house and improving the property. So listen, there's a lot of things that we could talk about in terms of people improving their home. I think a lesson that we really learned from COVID and the pandemic is you know what? People like being at home. People uh-huh. like being around their house. Okay. People like, you know what? I mean, I know people want to go out and want to do things, and I'm certainly one of them. You're another one too. But you know what? We've learned to adjust. We learn to adjust to buy. Look, at, you're a gardener. You have a green thumb. You, you raise several dips, different types of fruit and plants and vegetables or whatever you're doing at that house. You like doing that. And it's probably a source of calm and entertainment and, you know, I hate to bring up the word, but maybe a little bit of therapy for you. It calms you down. And but you, li- but you like food. doing that, right? You That's- like doing that. I think more and more people understand that serenity and peace and quiet and doing things around the house. Hey, man, it's not so bad, is it? The psychology of what happened over the last couple of years and family staying at home and and not having a chance to go out and do some of the things they used to do. Really, right, could have been an improvement for some. I've always been a little bit of a homebody. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll take in a ball game, but we've seen money. So now we got these families with this great opportunity. Hey, they're staying home anyways. Now the interest rates dropped due to the pandemic, due to the scare in the financial markets. And so many have been able to take advantage of that. Again, putting in those pools, putting in the decks, redoing their outdoor space, adding more value and happiness to their, their home. So congratulations to all the families 
They put the money back in. They have some realized equity there. Harry, we've seen it finishing basements, adding stuff at home, an office, a man cave. And then you segue to the outdoor living space. In Michigan, we've got that tough four months of winter. But other than that, most of us are outside. Yeah, everybody, you're listening to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast for a Wednesday, September 1. It is the first day of September, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, equal housing lender, a top five lender in the United States of America. We do loans everywhere. Good mortgage guy once said that on the air. We do mortgages everywhere, and we can do them in all 50 states for you. Uh, That is for sure. Fund our own loans, underwrite our own loans, process, close, everything in-house, um, truly a mortgage banker and here to serve the public. We've served hundreds of thousands of families, saved, mil- saved millions of dollars of people all around the United States, proud to serve people. Uh, let's not forget our vets that we serve proudly. We're our top 10 VA lender in the United States, and uh, we're proud to serve our vets who have proudly served us all these years. Harry Free, getting on to another topic, What I see happening, Harvey, for the rest of the year, I know we talk about it. Maybe we adjust our predictions. Maybe we don't. But I think you always have to take a look at what's on the horizon. What's on the horizon for the mortgage banking community is as follows. You're going to see that the market, I believe, is going to get a little bit more competitive. Because as you roll into, all across the United States, as a matter of fact, because with inventory staying so low, you need that bona fide pre-approval letter, Harvey. I talked to a realtor today, and she is a she's been in the business for 30 years. She will not recommend to a client to get an offer accepted to waive the inspection. She will just not do it. She does not feel that that's in the best interest of her client because you want to know something. Why would you ever tell somebody just to get an offer uh, accepted? to waive an inspection when it's the largest purchase in somebody's life. She's telling me that that's how she's getting beat. But you want to know something? She doesn't feel bad about it because she can lay her head on her pillow every single night knowing she gave the right advice, Harvey. God forbid somebody waive an inspection and something go totally wrong, like a flood, like right now, flooding going on, not only in Michigan, but all across the United States. What happens then, Harvey? Well, again, Harry, you just mentioned it. You were talking to a 30-year veteran real estate agent who's been around a long time. She knows the truth, and we know the truth because we've been around 30-plus. What we know is this. I can make five phone calls now of families that bought homes that had bad inspections. Oh, yeah, $50,000, $100,000 later. It's almost the worst part of their life ever. Some of the biggest mistakes families made. They're all alternative. Good good for this real estate agent to protect her clients. We spoke about it now for the last three years. The pass-fail inspection, that way, if you can't communicate that to a listing agent, then they're brand new to the industry and they shouldn't, they're shouldn't. they not going to be in it much longer. There's no doubt There's no doubt that somebody should do their due diligence. And Harry, as we do so much business here in the Tri-County area, we come across a house that has a bad roof and a, and a bad sewer line. And then we find out two weeks later, we have another buyer looking at the same house and it hasn't been disclosed to them. I'm sorry to say, Harry, there are some real estate agents that aren't as professional as the one you spoke to this morning, and that's to the detriment of their clients. Their clients might have to find out the hard way that it was more about them getting the house, the real estate agent getting their commission. Now they're stuck with something that might not be sound, a bad foundation, a bad roof. 
a dangerous electrical system where you have to change all the wiring in the house. Not, not a couple thousand dollars, Sherry, five to 10 or $15,000. And our clients and these families that have just bought homes, Harry, as you know, they've already spent five or 10,000 extra out of their pocket with their appraisal guarantees. So it can get scary for families. More importantly, we're hearing it from the insurance companies. They're getting all sorts of weird claims now that they never got before because families are waiving their inspections. They're buying these homes, they're moving in, and two weeks later, they got two inches of water in their basement because the sub pumps fail, because the grading around the property is not right. And these are small things, Harry, as we know, can get rather expensive. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so here's the wavelength, and here's the train of thought that uh, my realtor and our realtor partners pass on to us. And it is experience. And as you mentioned, Harvey, the train of thought is this. She is going ahead and doing the pass-fail inspections, making sure that, okay, we're going to get an inspection. However, we will not use that inspection as a negotiating tool. Because as you said, there's always an appraisal contingency now. They're paying $25,000, $30,000 more. Okay, so if that isn't enough, what are you going to waive an inspection for? So, so, you know, we're all in concert. We're all in the same wavelength. Um, if you're experienced, and you know what, experience is the best teacher. You got to lay your head down on your pillow knowing that you've advised your clients the right way. That way it can, can never come back on you. And you know what, Harvey, and everybody out there, smart people, they will go ahead and respect that. And they understand that. And that's why this is called the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, along with the show that we do every every Saturday, because we want to set people up for success, Harvey. And I'm going to give you the last word. We're going to sign off. We got a lot of work to do today. I am so excited. It's September 1st. I can't believe it, but I was so excited. I had to put the three-piece suit on for today, Harvey. The vest is on. Everything's going the right way today. The shoes are shining like they always are. I'm excited to start a brand new month because, you know, I, I look at this right now going into the fall. Yes. Great time to buy. Kids, everybody's excited. Kids are excited to get back to school. Some are. <laughs> Most aren't. Maybe some are. But there's, right. it's a new horizon. It's a new school year. You move into a new house. It, it, things are going very well. Mortgage rates are down. Sales are brisk. It's a very exciting time. And, and we got to keep it going, Harvey. So I'll let you have the last word on this. Well, our last word is going to be, as we still see, these interest rates are at all-time lows. We really do want to urge all the families out there in the last couple of years, the last handful of years, to contact us back. If they went somewhere else, definitely give us a phone call so that we can run some numbers for them. As we mentioned, many of the clients will not have to come out of pocket for appraisals, and they're able to reduce their term, take advantage of these low interest rates, and many can get rid of their mortgage insurance. Those two factors, not just lowering your interest rate and your term, but also removing the mortgage insurance makes it more affordable. So if you did buy a house in the last three years, contest at Capital Mortgage Funding. We'll do some free work for you. There's no obligation and find out how much money you can save. Harvey, great way to wrap up. And just to recap everybody out there, yep, home prices are up again. However, guess what? So is the increase in the per- what we say the perceived equity in the house. Home prices are up but there's still more buyers out there than there are listings. Listings, inventory, still at record lows, historically. Uh, plenty of buyers out there. Mortgage rates still holding steady for right now. For right now, what are you waiting for? If you need to refinance, as Harvey said, call 1-800-LOW-RATE here in Metropolitan Detroit, 1-800-3-LOW-RATE 
all across the 50 United States. We appreciate that. And as always, this has been Harry Glantz, Harvey Freed, Roberto Boshane in the booth, the producer and director. He's waving to me offsite. He is the man behind the curtain. We are Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, equal housing lender. We'll see you soon. However, we're going to talk to you on Saturday coming up. We are off. We are off for the holiday weekend, everybody. We want to let everybody know to have a great Labor Day. Take a lot of time off. Spend time with your family. Enjoy the holiday. And we'll see you a week from Saturday on the show and a week from today on the podcast. Roberto, Harvey, appreciate you guys as always. We'll talk to everybody soon.